So let's just take a little break from our miracles in each Pasuk uh, series. We'll get back to it, don't worry. The next one's coming. Get ready. But, and just talk about Purim itself. Is a, there's um, Let me ask you a question. Who could take an almost irrelevant item and grant it great importance, while at the same time render an item of utmost importance all but irrelevant? Good question, right? The answer is a human being. Humans have the ability to give chashivas to whatever they want or take away value from anything. It may not be readily apparent, but the Purim story focuses on two individuals who demonstrated this concept. One tried to destroy everything of value and one gave chashivas to everything. Who are the two fighters in this battle of destruction against value? Mordechai and Haman. And who started up? Mordechai. Mordechai refused to bow to Haman. Why? Because the desire is an attempt to devalue the importance of Hashem by saying that something which is made of stone or whatever is, 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 is divine. So Mordechai showed he wouldn't even bow to Haman at the risk of his own life. Mordechai gave tremendous value to Avedis Hashem and he came directly in conflict, con- conflict with Haman's attempt of ideological destruction. That's the outline. Where in the Megillah does Mordechai conquer Haman? Now, the Gemara relates that when Mordechai saw Haman approaching to parade around Shushan, Mordechai thought that Haman was coming to kill him. So he immediately got wrapped in his talus and he davened and his tamidim encircled him and learned. When Haman arrived, he waited for Mordechai to finish davening and he asked Mordechai what he had been learning. So Mordechai replied, when the Beit Minish was standing, Kali Yisrael brought the carbon Aimer and brought a kamitza from it on the Mizbeach. So Haman replies to him, your kamitza of barley outweighed the 10,000 talents of silver I offered the king. And Mordechai replied to him, you evil man, whatever a servant owns, his master owns. So, let's see how much of this conversation we can discuss and figure it out. So it's a very interesting give and take. But what does it show? It shows that Haman was telling Mordechai, he saw that based on what Mordechai was teaching, that Mordechai won, and Haman realized it was the beginning of the end. That's very interesting. What would make Haman think that the carbon Eimer was causing his downfall? So the Maharal in Archadish explains that the carbon Eimer gives Kal Yisrael a special protection. Why? The carbon Eimer shows that Kal Yisrael understands that Hashem controls nature. And we don't control it. It's an expression of betachen. It's saying Hashem controls the world. Therefore, in the zechus of the Eimer, Hashem performed miracles throughout history for Kal Yisrael. During the time of the Purim story, Hashem performed the miracle as well. And this time it was in a natural fashion. The Pachat Yitzchak explains that Amalek is the epitome of Leitzanis that tries to destroy every vestige of importance in the world. Being Taila, all different things on things which are not to be Taila on. Haman, the descendant of Amalek, carried out this mission of trying to eradicate everything important. As leader of Amalek, Haman was acutely aware of his nemesis, which was called Hilul, the power to give chashivas to everything. Haman saw Mordechai and his Tamidim learning about the Aimer, which is Kal Yisrael's recognition that every little thing, even a bit of animal food, comes from Hashem. When that happened, in conjunction with Akashverosh's orders to honor Haman Mordechai, Haman realized that this act of elevating the mundane to remind us that Hashem runs the world, overpowered his attempt to destroy Kal Yisrael and everything else. 
So before Haman's daughter poured garbage on his head, before Haman's wise men warned him of his downfall, before the second feast with Esther's accusation, Haman realized that Mordechai had defeated him. The power of late sunness can threaten and destroy the entire world. However, a moment of true realization of what's really important can shine forth and bring about a complete v'nahafachu, a total turnaround of events. It's very important as we approach Purim to make sure to keep in mind what's truly important and see the Yad Hashem in everything, especially, especially now, as there's all different Yadais. Some of them have needles at the end of them. All over the world. And everyone's attributing this to that and that to this and this and the stories and the conspiracies and as I like to talk about it, we have to recognize Hashem more and more daily in our, in our, in our daily lives and that will elevate us to new spiritual heights. Just like the Jews are redeemed in the zechus of the realization that occurred in the times of Purim, may our sparks of realization be zechus for all of us to merit the Geulah Shlem and Bekarev. Amen.